Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Where Your Dreams, Episode 2. I'd say just whatever your dream or passion is, go for it. Your passion doesn't have to be a side project. You know, your passion can be your true project. Who knew that I could create a business around tech support for fashion bloggers? Hey dreamers, you are listening to Where Your Dreams, an amazingly inspiring podcast where we speak to the coolest girl millionaires, girl bosses and fashion entrepreneurs. If you've ever dreamed of creating your own business, then this podcast will give you all the tips, advice and inspiration to make it happen. Lego. Hey everyone, welcome to Wear Your Dreams. I'm Alice Alouiton, founder of Bemi, and today I have a very special guest. I'm talking to Chloe Watts, aka Chloe Digital, aka my girl. We've been friends <laughs> since secondary school, so I'm really excited to have Chloe on the show. Now, Chloe Watts taught herself how to code at just the age of 16 years old. In between that, she was always scouring fashion glossies and hitting the high street. And in 2012, she created Chloe Digital to combine her love of fashion and technology that is now a trusted tech support and strategy solution for global star publishers, allowing bloggers and fashion startups to take their brands to the next level. Chloe, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me and thanks for such an awesome introduction. (laughs) Well, I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Now, I've said a very short intro about you. So could you tell us a bit more about you as Chloe Watts and explain a bit more about your business? Most definitely. So what really happened was when I was young, I was always interested, as you said, in technology and also fashion. The thing was, you know, growing up, I just like technology. I always wanted to save up to buy my own laptop. I never did because I could never afford it. I'd always try and get the latest uh, magazine for mobile phones to see what, you know, at that point, not everybody had the same phone. We all had a different phone. So I was always intrigued to see what was always coming out on the market. And at the same time, at school with my best friends who were mostly interested in fashion, I'd love reading, you know, Vogue, Elle, and we'd all buy different magazines and sit around and read them. So not realizing at that point where, where when I grew up, eventually those two would collide. I just had passions as everybody does and enjoyed doing different things. So as I grew and I got to the stage of going to um, um, college, then I realized then that I enjoyed coding very, very, very sporadically. It was during the MySpace era where you had to do a bit of coding. And from that point, I just really enjoyed it and continued it as a hobby, not knowing that it could be something that could end up being part of my future career. 
But when I got to the stage of going to university and I was going there to do a TV course, because as I said, I didn't know coding was a thing. I didn't know people made websites and made money because no one had ever told me. So, and it wasn't back then when you just Google something just to find out the answer. So when at time, by the time I got to, to university and I found out that there was degrees where you could code, I realized how game changer it was. On the first day of university, I changed my course to the coding course and just really didn't look back. Um, after I finished university, I knew I always wanted to have my own business, just, just how um, I've grown up and I've got a very entrepreneurial family and wasn't quite sure what the business would be in because I knew I loved coding. And all I thought was, well, if you like coding and you like making websites, then the only business that you can create is just an agency and just making websites for people. But what happened was after I left university and I had more and more friends in the fashion space, I had a lot of blogger friends because blogging was really coming up then. And when I would meet up with them and tell them I could code, they'd say to me, oh, my goodness, you know, one of the widgets on my sidebar has fallen off. Please help me. Or how can I get better at SEO? Or how can I get better at all of these things? And I just explain it to them in a very simple and easy way for them to understand. And that basically led me to starting my business. Awesome. You know, I really, really love how, you know, you realized it when you were at university that this isn't what you want to do. And then boom, you've done the switch. And that's really taking you to this point now. And so, Chloe, when you kind of, you know, got the um, the, the questions from bloggers and you started to see that there was a pattern here, when you realized that you wanted to do Chloe Digital, what were the next steps that you took? And when did you kind of really realize that you want to make a business out of this? Well, what happened was I was working in agencies and I first worked in a very small company where they actually owned nightclubs. So I was the only web developer there. I was making the websites for the nightclubs and then I thought, well, I need to increase my skills so I should go work at a development agency. So then I went off to go work at a development agency and then found there that being who I was was very much a niche, being somebody who was interested in fashion and creative part of life and also being super geeky and super technical was quite a niche. So I knew then at that point I shouldn't really be there because I can do something with this talent that I have. Um, so what I then did was because I was just, again, in the industry, I would speak to people and, um, over, over time, I'd say, oh my goodness, there's something here, there's something here, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. And as any developer, you have your main job and then you're also a side freelancer, just to make sure that you're keeping up the, with the latest web design trends and you know what's going on and to make a bit of extra money. So I'd ask my friend, oh, can you quickly make me a logo? Because I want to do some freelancing whilst I'm at the agency. And I said, let's just call it Chloe Digital. Very randomly. I can't even remember the specific point that was because there, was, there wasn't there was a lot of thought behind it. It was just my name was Chloe and I like digital things. So it's Chloe Digital. Mm. So it started by just a freelance thing where I just, as I was approaching clients I'd say you know my or just just for the invoice really so I could just say code digital nothing beyond that but my final job before I start, started my business I had been there for about three months in this agency and they were making a really big change so anybody who was in that probation period basically got fired so I was called into a room by HR and they said to me that unfortunately although you're really good we have to let you go and, you know, I think at that point they thought I was going to be devastated. They, they were probably doing these meetings all day. But I just had the biggest smile on my face because I just knew in my heart it wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. And I just had that kick to really start my business at that point. And I just remember leaving, leaving the room, calling my dad and saying, Dad, I've just been fired, but don't worry, I'm going to start my business now. <laughs> 
love it and when you kind of realize that you know what I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go for it what were your next steps like how did you seek advice you know where did you kind of go to um to see what you were going to do next essentially so I didn't really have anybody to give me any advice because I didn't really know anybody else who was doing this. What I basically did really was just um, tapped up anybody who had asked me to do a website in the past and then say to them, can we meet up and do it? And one main one was a, a PR company who I'm still friends with today called Be Public Relations. They had asked me a while back for a website and then the, the communication fell off. So probably the day after I had been fired, I emailed them and say, said, I've noticed you don't have a new website let's meet up because I'd love to do this website for you so that was really my first really main um main project and then it sort of spiraled from there gotcha okay love it Chloe um and I know kind of from experience that when pursuing a dream when kind of doing a new business venture and taking on a new opportunity fear can stop a lot of women from stepping outside of that box and pursuing that dream so I really want you to share and tell a story of a time when you felt fear as an entrepreneur as a businesswoman and tell us how you overcame that fear as well as the the success sorry that came after okay great well the fear thing I find really really interesting I think you never really stop being fearful I think the biggest people in the game are still fearful because we're always reaching new heights and every new height that you reach there's another level of fear that you need to conquer so there's what I learned early on is that's the case and I knew that I wasn't going to get to a point where I wasn't fearful and therefore I've learned to embrace fear so when you embrace fear you know that that's the thing that you're ultimately supposed to be doing and then you change your mindset to be like okay cool I feel fearful so that means yes I'm on the right path so for me um one of the moments I mean I felt fearful I probably feel fearful every week when something major happens and I'm just like oh my goodness I can't believe this is happening to my business so but one of the major things that I felt fearful for is when I have to do um, talk. So the first year of my business, because it was all so new, I was being invited left, right and centre to speak at schools and speak in front of my peers, speak in front of bloggers and all different types of people. And every single time I was completely fearful. You know, why do they want to hear me speak? Are they going to like how I'm dressed? Who do I think to think that I can speak in front of people, speak in front of my peers? You know, all those things circle around in your head. And then you just have to tell yourself to just shut up. (laughs) It's, It's okay. Just do it because on the other side is always success. On the other side of fear is always success. And what I found was I learned from the formula of, you know, you can go to a networking event and probably get to speak to a few people. They might, they may not have been the best people for you to speak to in that room. But if you go to an event and you speak, then the people who are aligned with what you're saying, they're going to come to you. And if they don't come to you that day, they will come to you at some point. So you ultimately win by being in front of so many different people and letting them all hear what you have to say. Mm. I mean, for me, what I got from that is embrace fear, listeners, embrace fear. That's really a a key point that I think Chloe um, has said in this story. And just to really emphasize again, you know, tell us just that one key part of that story, Chloe, that you want our listeners to remember to always help them overcome their fears and pursue their dreams. Definitely. I think the one key part of that story 
is to really understand why you're fearful about a certain thing. And it's not because of all the extra stuff that we add as human beings. It's not, that's not usually the case. So really understanding why you're fearful and what you'll usually find is you're just fearful because you're entering a, you're entering a whole new level that you don't understand and it's out of your comfort zone. And because you don't understand it, you're scared. But if you just go forth and do it anyways, then as I said, success is always on the other side. Wow, love that. Amazing. Thanks so much, Chloe. And now we're going to talk about the fun side of being an entrepreneur in fashion. So I really want you to tell us a story of a time within your business journey when you literally felt like, OMG, this is a dream come true. I am literally living my dream. Go for it, Chloe. Oh, wow. So pinpoint one moment. Oh, Mm. my goodness. Okay, I would say... Okay, so many different types of moments. But the first one that came into my mind was actually one that happened quite recently. I was um, fortunate enough to go to one of the biggest blog fashion blogger conferences in America for the second year running and be able to speak in front of, you know, some of the biggest fashion bloggers in the world and give them a talk on why I felt that their website is so important for their future growth of their business and it was pretty amazing because the response was so brilliant and throughout the whole conference people were just constantly coming up to me and just saying the most lovely and amazing things and that they'd heard of me and that they really wanted to work with Chloe Digital and it just made me really feel like yes I do actually know what I'm talking about and yes people are actually responding to what I think and that that realization in my mind was so powering, empowering because I just thought I can take this to a whole new level because of it. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I'm sure everyone is feeling super inspired right now. So we want to hear more, Chloe. So tell us some exciting things that you are doing today. What really has you feeling awesome and energized today in terms of your business or you as an individual? Oh, most definitely. So if we start with the business, so obviously, as I said, I started the business um, a couple of years back. But what happened was it was more of a freelancer vibe. So I was hiring out developers, hiring out designers and putting together teams to create websites for anybody within the styling industry. But as of December 2015, no, 2014, sorry, I actually took my business to a whole nother level because what I found was when I was having these one off clients here, there and everywhere, everything was very reliant on me. If I was ill, if I went on holiday, if something happened, nothing would happen. You know, if it, if I couldn't do it, nothing would get done. And I said to myself, that's not the type of business that I'm trying to create. I'm trying to create something with scale. I'm trying to create something a lot bigger than myself. And if it's going to be bigger than myself, it can't be reliant on me, Chloe Watts, all the time. So December 1st, um, 2014, I basically took the key elements of what I was doing already. So mostly consulting um, fashion bloggers and trying to get them to that next level. And these are big fashion bloggers. And I created a subscription service. So the subscription service, um, premium and VIP are two subscriptions. And it's basically for medium to top tier publishers, whereby they can pay monthly and they get um, tech support and strategy from us. So for a fashion blogger, this is game changer because for them, creating the content is everything. They know exactly what they're doing. But when it comes to the tech side of running a successful blog, they find it very, very difficult. So to have um, a team of people that are there 
and willing and ready to help them at all times with the tech side is a complete comfort for them and not only help them with the tech side but strategize with them long term to actually see their business as a business and um to see how we can help them grow so for me because we're in this stage of this is only been going for now about six months we've had really amazing growth um we've got about 52 um, publishers on our um, books at the moment and we have some of the biggest publishers that we're working with and it's just really really an exciting time amazing thanks so much Chloe now I'm really excited about the next segment of where your dreams as now we're going into the triple love round and I'm going to ask you three questions about things you love and why how does that sound Chloe sounds amazing <laughs> so number one an outfit you love Oh, an outfit I love. Well, at the moment, I very much love my tulle skirt that I got from Topshop in Los Angeles. And it's funny enough, yesterday, somebody had stopped me in the street and said, oh, I love your skirt. And I said, oh, my goodness, sorry, you're probably not going to be able to get it because I got it in L.A. and on sale. So it probably doesn't really exist anymore. But, you know, I appreciate it all the same. So I love that skirt. I probably wear it way too often. <laughs> OK, so number two, a place you love a place I love. Well, after my recent trip to America, I must say that Los Angeles is a place that I love. It's just got so much amazing opportunity. People are really on it in terms of working and it's also sunny, which everybody loves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number three, an inspirational woman you love. <sighs> an inspirational woman that I love. What a brilliant question. I have multiple women that I love, but one that I love a lot at the moment is a woman called Catherine Power. She is um, co-founder of Click Media, who own Who, What, Where. So it's a um, it's a editorial site. And why I love her is because she and her co-founder created this platform, this website, when it wasn't a cool thing to have an online site. You know, it wasn't cool. It was 10 years ago. No one was doing it. So they really, really pioneered something. And 10 years later, it's still going strong and they're still the best in the game. Amazing. Thanks, Claire. That was so much fun. Um, and before we part, can you recommend a book or a magazine or a blog that has inspired you or motivated you during your fashion journey? Definitely. My favourite book of all time, and I, I often read it over and over again because the best books you don't just read once and that's it. It's called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And it's just basically about, you know, the, the E means the entrepreneurial. So the entrepreneurial myth of what you think is you may, for example, like me, be a web developer and think, oh, hang on a second, I can do this. So you quit your job and then you decide to make your own web developer agency. But then you find that, you know, when, you when you're the founder, you can't be the one actually doing the technical part of what you was doing in the previous job. You have to manage people. You have to do all these other things. You have to find clients. So there's a lot more aspects to it that you didn't ever realize. And I think that was something that I learned early on, that it's not just me leaving a job and just coding websites. You know, now the coding for me isn't my main thing anymore because I have to hire people and I have to get new clients. So I love that book because it really, really is a wake up call for anybody who wants to start their own business because it really just tells you the truth, but it tells you the truth in a really great way. Awesome. And guys, you will find all the show notes and info about Chloe on our website at bemi.co.uk. That's G-B-E-M-I.co.uk. And last not but not least, Chloe, can you share with us a quote 
and a piece of advice that will inspire the Wear Your Dreams listeners to pursue their dreams and live the life that they dream of? Most definitely. I mean, I know this conversation, we've talked a lot about fear, but it, it really goes back to it because I think it's a, it's a very, very major part for people stopping what they want to do in their lives. And the quote that I love, and I always say it to myself all the time, is feel the fear and do it anyways. As I said before, you know, you never are not going to be fearful. So once you know that, you can release it. You're not trying to search for a time when you no longer feel fear because you know you'll always feel it. So once you embrace the fear, then you can feel it and then go for and do the thing you want to do and what I always say to myself you know you can I'll say to my brain oh I'm adding all these extra stuff oh you're not good enough this that and the other but I'll say to myself do you know what brain just say whatever you want to say because I'm going to do it anyway so you might as well just shut up so um that's my um favorite quote and I always say it to myself still to this day because I still feel fearful and just a parting piece of advice I'd say just whatever your dream or passion is, go for it. Your passion doesn't have to be a side project. You know, your passion can be your true project. Who knew that I could create a business around tech support for fashion bloggers? No one. But here I am and it's a successful business. So really, whatever it is that you truly want to do, go for it. I love that. Feel the fear and do it anywhere, guys. And um, Chloe, let us know how we can get in touch with you and find out a bit more about yourself and all your business. Definitely. So our website is chloedigital.com and my email address is chloewatts at chloedigital.com. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Chloe. I know I've certainly been inspired and I'm sure the way your dreams listeners have been too. See you soon. Thank you. Dreamers, thank you for being with us today on Where Your Dreams. You can find all the show notes as well as cool girl content on bemigirl.com. That's G-B-E-M-I-Girl.com. We would love to hear from you. So drop us a comment and let us know your thoughts and we will see you next time. And remember, girlies, anything is possible. So Where Your Dreams. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.